Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now, we have Tina Dietz of Twin Flame Studios with us. How are you doing, Tina? I'm great, Gabby. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. So please tell us the story of how Twin Flame Studios came to be. Well, Twin Flame Studios is a high ROI influence and marketing company where we use audio to amplify the voices and messages of trusted leaders and companies all over the world. It's really our mission to help these people help these organizations get their word out to a larger audience in the very intimate form of audio, whether that is nonfiction, audiobook publishing, or that is podcasting strategically for your business. And it's important that we we note that in these times of great change, these powerful voices are needed now more, more than ever. Yes. Um, I, my background and my story is a little bit more like uh, the twisty journey of a lot of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up as an entrepreneur. My parents parents' business, um, the super sexy world of wood-burning stoves and fireplaces. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very exciting. But uh, I never wanted to have my own business because I didn't want to be tied down to a brick and mortar like my parents Mm -hmm. were. And I'm an only child, so that business was my annoying younger sibling when I was growing up. (laughs) Right, the baby. The The baby. Yes. Yeah. So I became a a therapist and I tried to be uh, conventional and that didn't work out so well for me. Okay. (laughs) As many entrepreneurial spirit was still. That's right. Hmm. It's in the blood. Yes. So uh, after working in higher education, starting a nonprofit, and uh, also building a family, another family business uh, with my father, the Nyata Institute of Massage, I stepped off into a full-time business coaching practice. Okay. And through the jigs and the reels over the years, grew that practice. It was wonderful. I had young children at the time. We lived a mobile lifestyle. We sold our stuff, moved to Costa Rica. Oh. And uh, at one point, because I was uh, at my own like personal expression, I grew up a little bit of a, a theater kid, drama kid, okay. and was looking for some outlets, creative outlets, I became a voice actor as a paid hobby. And through that process and learning the audiobook industry as a narrator, um, I was exploring that. I had this epiphany. Well, wait a minute. I'm, I'm coaching all these people from all over the world who own businesses, 20 different industries, eight different countries. Why aren't these folks who are publishing their own books, doing bestseller campaigns. Why aren't they doing audiobooks? And it was that curiosity that led me down the rabbit hole. First for audiobooks, uh, I already had my own podcast at the time, had fallen in love with that world. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is what led to developing this niche uh, in podcasting and audiobooks for business owners, um, thought leaders, and companies. Mm-hmm. And so what would you say the difference is, you said, versus something that's on paper, versus really hearing a tone. What does that do for an audience to really hear a voice? Well, you know, a couple of years ago, I had the pleasure and privilege of being the lead interviewer on a documentary about podcasting called The Messengers. You can find it. I think it's on Amazon Prime and on Apple. And that was developed by Chris Kremitzos and his team at the PodFest uh, Multimedia Expo. And that that organization was uh, younger at the time and wanted to Mm -hmm. really explore 
what is this industry of podcasting from an independent podcaster point of view rather than Panoply or NPR or the, you know, the big professional gigs. Mm-hmm. So I interviewed about 40 different podcasters from all different walks of life, different countries, different places. Most of them didn't know each other. And the word that came up in every single interview independently was the word intimacy. Mm. Podcasting being this intimate format, you know, directly into your ears, becoming a voice in somebody's head. It's such a privilege. And that, and the, and the, also the ability to to do active storytelling when we're so wired to tell stories right. as human beings. So that's, you know, the audio format has a lot of advantages in that way. And it's also the most accessible form of media. You know, you can listen as I, I'm assuming some people are right now listening <laughs> to this podcast mm-hmm. when you can't read, you can listen when you can't watch. Mm-hmm. So you could take it anywhere. And is the coaching also involved in telling teaching people how to speak as well? Because I'm sure some people aren't necessarily natural storytellers. Is that something you sometimes have to teach certain clients as well? Yeah, actually, um, uh, the body of work that I've been developing over time and will continue to do so is around what I call vocal leadership. Mm -hmm. And that's really around the instrument that your external voice is and learning how to tune that and play it beautifully Mm -hmm. to another level. And also okay. the internal voices that we have, which is really, if, if the external voice is the instrument, then the internal voices are the music, the sheet music mm-hmm. that we're playing. Okay. So those two things really need to be congruent in order to have a presence and in order to move people the way we want to move them through stories. And then, of course, there's also the actual storytelling and <laughs> microphone techniques and, and all of that good the stuff details, that we do yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. So our hosts, um, one of the things we do as a company is we get our 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 podcast host together into a mastermind about quarterly to connect them with each other and also to provide additional support and training. And that's in addition to meeting with them one-on-one to help them with the strategy, you know, as their podcast is, you know, being aired. Okay. And so that kind of goes to my next question. You mentioned voice leadership and then how you can kind of take an extra step to really connect with the audience. So then what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? Well, I think that the word conscious has, it's not become overplayed, but mm-hmm. it's important to take a step back and look at, well, what does that really mean? You're, so I'm glad okay. you asked the question. And being conscious in your business means taking not just your business into account. It's taking the impact mm-hmm. that you're making or that you can make into account. And that has to do not just with the people that you serve, but it also has to do with how your business is set up, how, how, the impact, uh, how it impacts the people that work inside the company. Is it a win for them? Is it a good culture? Is it healthy? Is it helping people develop their dreams and goals? Um, and is it good also for the people who are you know, the founders? You know, sometimes right. it's really easy as a C-suite or as a business owner to um, get on this hamster wheel where you, where you burn out. Right. So you really need to bring a conscious view, um, you know, taking these things into consideration. What are the deeper values that you have and how does those infuse everything that you're doing, everything that you're saying and the practices that you have? Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, being in the, the entrepreneur world, speaking world, as long as I have, um, sometimes you run into people who preach these incredible positive messages from the stage, but then don't treat people well behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. And being conscious means that you're congruent. 
And that also comes back around to the, you know, the vocal leadership or embodied leadership that we all strive to develop when you are conscious to make sure that, you know, you're reflecting and, and having the, um, your internal conversations match what's coming out of your face. Wow. So that's the first time I've heard that sort of response as far as how it can be one way for the show, but behind the scenes, things aren't matching and how it needs to. So would you say then in order things for things to be congruent, it has to start with the internal of the founder of the person who's kind of setting the culture from the beginning? Yeah, I would completely agree with that. It, it, you set the tone. The buck stops here, as the old saying goes. Right. And uh, And I think one of the important things about being a leader is being open enough to to seek the coaching on that or to seek the feedback on that, mm-hmm. not just from other experts, but also from your team, also from the people around you, from your from your clients. And it can really take something to hear feedback about that. I remember years ago, um, all going all the way back to my 20s, I used to get this piece of feedback all the time because I'm a pretty intense person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I, yeah, <laughs> I understand. Get that yes. there's this intensity and there's this fervor and there's this passion mm-hmm. and it's, they would say, well, could you tone it down a little bit or could mm-hmm. you soften your edges? And oh my God, that was so offensive. That pissed me off 18 different ways because right. I thought, I just thought they meant that they wanted it. You would go be quiet, put it in a box and smile and do mm-hmm. what you're told. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that was the case. But what I came to understand later is that it wasn't really about me. It was about them being intimidated by me. Mm -hmm. But where I can be kind and I can be compassionate is learning how to read the room. Right. And learning how to not, you know, quell or shut off my intensity or my passion, but to manage it or or to express it in a way that people can really receive. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's important to me. Can you receive the message that I'm giving? Right. I definitely so, that's one of the hardest lessons to learn is different <laughs> people receive things different ways. It's right. like, oh, I'm just passionate. I just want you to do great. I want us to do great. And just certain ways, it doesn't sit with people like that. And it's learning how to that extra communication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember I one mean. of the most important uh, conversations I ever had. It was in a leadership course, really in kind of intense one year long course. And one of my fellow, uh, very successful executive woman. She said, I was getting all ramped up about something. She said, why is this so important to you? I said, well, the question is, why isn't it important to you? Mm. And we had a really fascinating discussion about how different people have different capacities to feel. And certain certain ones of us are very highly sensitive and other people are not. And just, it really opened my eyes because I really kind of just thought, that everybody was like me. It turns out, nope. No, not, <laughs> not so much. I had to make those adjustments. And so uh, where do you see your business going then in the next three to five years? I mean, I'm sure we're seeing that people are doing more audio, both receiving and giving than actual reading and literature and everything. So where do you see your business going? Well, it's it's been a, we've doubled the company four years in a row time on time. Okay. And I, I I don't expect that that will happen forever, certainly. <laughs> but it's but nice so far. <laughs> it's great so far. And so we're in a big scaling phase mm-hmm. right now. And also in a position, you know, earlier in uh, 2020, when the pandemic really was affecting a lot of our colleagues, our clients, our customers, former clients, things like that, I was grateful that we were in a position because we've always been a fully mobile company. And of course, 
audio is much easier to do remote that we we offered um, you know a lot of a compliment just for free we went out and said what how can we help and offer teleclasses and consultations and things like that to help different companies make use of this online space make use of audio um, both for internal communications and external communications and marketing and um, so we've had 2020 was really a banner year for us okay. and going into 2021 and beyond we're just looking to really serve uh, more companies to to have more intimate relationships mm-hmm. with their current clients, with their future clients, with their colleagues, and even for their internal culture, because podcasting in particular um, can can help with all of that. And then on the author side of things, of course, a lot of people with time that they had are are finishing their books and getting things out on audio and you know audio books outsell ebooks three to one across genres so it's uh it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to help people get their voice out like that yeah absolutely so you're kind of in a nice little sweet spot where it's like you get to of course help people build their businesses and kind of make certain pivots but of course it helps your business as well having more clients Exactly. It, you know, it's it's weird to say it felt like being in the right place at the right time after 20 years. <laughs> so <laughs> worth, worth the wait. Worth yeah. the wait. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have a few services offered through your website, such as like you said, your po- your podcast and audio book. Tell us about any other services that uh, you might offer your business op- offers. Well, you know, the done for you audiobook side of things, one of our, our the key things that we're able to do with folks, um, to the best of my knowledge, we're the only audiobook house, um, and we do specialize in nonfiction exclusively, okay. who is able to remote into wherever an author is in the world and record their audiobook with them live, full direction wow. from their home studio or office without them having to go into a studio. And we can coach them on very easily getting good sound, having a high quality audiobook, and it keeps the cost down. And it's also very comforting to be in your own space while you do that. So, And we also can do really fun things like insert music and mm-hmm. uh, even other audio clips and things like that. We're producing a memoir for a family right now um, on the Holocaust. And there mm-hmm. are some fascinating video clips that we're converting to audio that we're going to be inserting in the narrative mm-hmm. to help tell the story. So there's some really cool stuff we do on that side. And same thing with podcasting. Podcasting is so creative and uh, such a beautiful format to get your message out there. So whether it is internal podcasting, like we do with enterprise level companies, external podcasting that we do with companies and organizations to help get the word out about who they are, what they do, and develop their influence, um, or the vocal leadership that I do one-on-one to, to help people become more effective mm-hmm. in the messages that they have. Um, we're just happy to, uh, to do all of it with yeah. folks. Sounds like, yeah, you cover a lot of different things that a lot yeah. of different people could use, especially right now with how things are, have changed. And so for anyone who's interested in using any of those services or just even wants to connect with you, where are the best places and platforms to go to? You can definitely find me on any social media platform. We have a social media following of about 280,000. So we're out there. And uh, so you can find me, Tina Dietz. Um, you can also look up Twin Flame Studios, although my name is probably going to get you a better mm-hmm. result there. Uh, on LinkedIn, certainly Facebook, uh, Twitter, or Instagram. And you can also just come over to us at Twin Flames Studios. It's a lot of S's. <laughs> dot com and uh, come and hang out with us. Find out some more information and uh, grab a cup of coffee. 
Love it. I love coffee and I'm sure others do too. And let's Me do that with you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Tina Dietz, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure learning about you and your company today. Oh, it's been a pleasure being here. Thanks so much, Gabby. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag ConsciousBusinessLeader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Oh,